Hey, this is Christopher Kamen Lee, Andros from Power Rangers in Space, and you are listening to Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Welcome, Cyber Scholars, to a heavily delayed episode of Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Uh, this is episode 46. Today we'll be discussing part 5, the final part of our Power Rangers in Space retrospective. My name is Sean Fritz, one of your hosts, joined as ever with... Christian Ingram. There he is. Um, we have a huge huge gigantic episode today not only are we discussing the last eight episodes of power rangers in space but there's a whole bunch of stuff going on uh in our neck of the woods uh you were telling me before we started recording about galaxy con in richmond run give me the the broad strokes real quick because i might want to come to that yeah, GalaxyCon in Richmond is uh, April 31st, June 1st, and 2nd of 2019. Ooh, my birthday weekend. Hey, we're going to get lit. We're going to take shots. Oh, Actually, boy. let's not do that at the convention because that's a bad. We'll do that after the convention. But no, nah, there's a lot of good guests there. Bender, um, that's the one I'm mainly looking forward to. Michael Copen, uh, Time Force John, Blue. John, Dima- John DiMaggio, Bender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, John Wesley Chips, I believe his name is, from The Flash. Yeah, uh, well, both both series of The Flash. Yeah, yeah, he, he was in, a, for those who watched it, he was in a Elseworld as the original 90s Flash. He was also in the original CBS show from the 90s called The Flash, where he yeah, played yeah. The Flash. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. He, he, he reprised his role from that mm-hmm. show for Elseworld. Yep, he was also Jay Garrick and uh, Barry's dad. In the same in the same show, yeah, yeah, he, he's love, a lot of people. I love, I love the way they do that. Yeah, no, nah, he's 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 honestly probably one of my favorite actors, and I I just think it's cool how they bring in different people. But we're not we're not talking about the Flash right now. Yeah, join us on our Flash in, in Cyberspace podcast. Wait, is that a thing? No, it's not. Oh, I was about to get really excited because that's my favorite show. One maybe of we could, maybe we could have a maybe we'll maybe we'll have a. We'll record a one-off episode for our Power Patreons. Agents. Yeah, once we figure out <laughs> that whole that whole business. <laughs> yeah, we have some ideas, by the way. In case you were listening, you listeners were wondering. They're they're listening. That's why they're here. Now listen here, brother. Yes. So I think that I might actually have to come to that. That sounds. Um, well, it sounds up my alley because it's a convention, but A, it's hang out with you. We haven't seen each other since Fayetteville. Nah, let's see. That and, would be fun. Uh, 
Yeah, we'll have a good time. And, I'm actually um, taking off that Friday. You can come up that Thursday night if you want to. Hmm. Hmm. Now you're giving me good ideas. This little peek behind the curtain. This part we didn't talk about ahead of time. Um, this part's not in the script. There's, there's, there's really no script. Ooh, um, not the script. Yeah. Um, we'll talk. We'll talk more because I might actually do that. Well, I'll get back to you. All right. Tune in next episode when we figure out what the hell I'm going to do. But next time on Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Does Sean go to Christians that Thursday? Does Sean have a good time that weekend? Well, that we wouldn't know. Does Sean afterwards. get extra drunk that weekend? Yes. Probably. <laughs> Probably. He's going to wake up uh, Sunday wearing sunglasses. I can't do this shit today. I'll wake up in a dumpster. <laughs> 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 Probably, honestly. Uh, you never know. Mm. Anything can happen. Yeah, just like in the World Wrestling Federation. Pretty much. You're too young for those. Bef- when it was still kayfabe that Vince was just the announcer, and it was like right at right during right before and the very beginning of the Attitude Era, Vince would do this voiceover where he has that you know that he puts on that big boy. Vince voice, not the grapefruit, not the grapefruits Vince voice. You know, the you're fired or you're going to like it, damn it. You know, the anything can happen. You know, that was that was the uh, the bump, the audio bumper on a commercial. This is really off topic and not important, but it's entertaining. Yeah. So uh, I'm definitely going to Galaxy Con with you. I'm going to come visit and what days. So come see us. We might have some sort of thing that we're doing there. Details are still in the works. I'll be wearing my Ranger Club merch. Maybe I'll have some more in by then to sell at the convention. Who knows? Will I'll I have mine. a table? Hell no, because that's money which your boy don't have. I'll be carrying uh, around in a backpack. I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a backpack too. So twice the inventory. E- we lit. We only deal in large and extra large because we know who our fans are. <laughs> yeah, large and in charge. I have nothing or to say to that. Extra large and extra in charge. Um, I would love it. I would wear it even more if it wasn't cotton, but it was like an Under Armour type shirt. Yeah, not like just... not 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 uh, not the compression, but like the the loose or the fitted ones. You know, one or two steps below, like t-shirt or not like half between compression and t-shirt. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to get different stuff made, but as of right now, this is the cheapest stuff to get made. This this hoodie was actually expensive, and I only got me and my friend one because he he was like, "Yeah, I'll take one." These things are hard to sell. You know, the hoodies are hard to sell. What are you uh, What are you charging for your hoodies? Uh, I don't know yet. I know it cost me about like. Well, don't don't t- we'll bleep that part out. <laughs> it, it it cost a good amount to get them made, so it is what it is. Yeah, so yeah, the the overhead is a little bit higher on those, especially if you got to buy like twenty or thirty. That's a fair amount of coin. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to see if I can get a table at PM to sell some of my stuff. That would be pretty. Nice. Well, I'm I mean you know a guy maybe he'll uh, let you sit there with him. Yeah, I mean, I mean I do hang out with Chris, and maybe if. If he wants, like, I could just give him some shirts to sell, and he could sign them, and we could split it. There you go. 50 bucks for the signature, 20 bucks for the shirt, right? 
Uh, it'd be more like twenty five for the shirt. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to undercut you. No, no, no. I'm just saying it because it, <laughs> it between how much they cost and shipping, it, 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 they're a little bit expensive. Oh, I get it. No, I get it completely. So, GalaxyCon, I'll be there. April thirty first, June first and second, or no, April May thirty first, June first and second. That's a weird schedule if it's April thirty first because I don't <laughs> think that April thirty first doesn't think, exist. I'm like, hold up, nope, not April, nope, May thirty first, June first and second. I'll yeah, take you to a April, bar downtown yeah. afterwards. We got this. We're gonna go to Sticky Rice. We're gonna go to uh, District Five. We're gonna go to uh, uh, Bajas. Gonna go to uh, some other Irish bar. Railway Tap House. All that sounds dangerous. I'm in. All of it is dangerous, especially in Richmond. I'm in. I'm there. We're good. We're going to get drunk. I might come get, get drunk the... with us. That's a Patreon exclusive right there. Yo, come buy Sean shots on his birthday. That's a Sean exclusive right there. If you <laughs> want to be graced with my presence, me, all this right here, and including everything below, for those of you not watching video, there is a portion of my body that is below the microphone. You just can't see it right now. What? I know, I'm not just a floating head with shoulders. You're not Zordon? He didn't have shoulders. Well, you can just crop out the shoulders. You can just imagine you as Zordon. It's like that cosplay from a couple from PMC 2014. Oh my god, I, I love that one. You just walk that, around as Zordon. I was oh, like... Dude. That was the that, funniest thing. That guy wins life. Yeah, basically. He I was an like, alpha with him, too. Yeah, alpha with like smoke bombs running around. Ay, 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 ay. Yeah, that was... Uh, that was pretty awesome. So anyway, be- only because we have so much shit to talk about today, I'll be there. Uh, the next convention that's coming up where I will be, and I think you said you might be coming to this, is uh, July. Yeah, I'm probably going to come. Thursday, How much are tickets July, for it? Uh, Saturday, Sunday are 75. Friday, Saturday, Sunday are 80. Well, I probably won't be able to come down until that Friday night, and I guess the con will be over by the time I get down there, so I guess I'll buy the Saturday and Sunday pass. There is a 15% coupon code, SUPER15, one word. So that'll save you a couple, some coin. Yeah, I'll buy it uh, next paycheck or the paycheck afterwards. They'll have tickets. They don't really start to sell tickets out until much later. Yeah, because it's not until, what, August or no, July? Uh, Thursday, July 25 through Sunday, July 28 at the Raleigh Convention Center. See, I got really mad at first because I, I looked at the June dates and I'm like, so it's a Monday through Thursday? Yeah, that would be weird, wouldn't it? I was like, that doesn't make any sense. And then you're like, no. You know who would pull that shit off would be New York Comic Con would try to pull that bullshit. Oh my God. I, see, that's why I don't even want to go to New York Comic Con. It's like. I, I was on board with New York until they got rid of their multi-day passes. Because yeah, you got to pay for each individual pass. It's like. Dude. It's an average of 50 a day. So it's 200 if you go all four days. Plus, if you go, if you stay in New York, which you almost have to do, hotels, last time I went, the hotel was $1,200 and airfare to get there. And if you don't fly and you drive, you got to pay for parking because nothing in New York is free. Yeah, it just ain't worth it to me. As much as I'd love to go to New York, I'll just pay uh, less money to go to price for exclusives. Yeah, I wanted to say another word, but I'm like, I can't say that word. Yeah, I'll allow it. I mean, anyway, so here's a quick rundown of who's going to be there. Mike Coulter from Luke Cage, the titular character. Our older listeners will appreciate this one. Richard Dean Anderson, MacGyver, the original MacGyver. Uh, a couple people from It, Tim Curry, who was in the original It. 
He was also in Rocky Horror Picture, Picture Show. Here's a small fact. You may not may or may not know this. Do you remember the show Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad based on uh, one of the Ultraman shows? I loved it. Tim Curry was the voice of the bad guy, the VR bad guy. Really? Yeah. I got a story for you about that uh about that show after we go off air. They're all on YouTube and awful by the way. Yeah, I got I got a but I got a story about that. They're good awful, but sure. Yeah, I'll uh let's finish this in real quick. Speaking of Ultraman from Japan, Bill uh Ben and I apologize, uh Furia Furia, whatever is uh, He'll be there. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's the guy in the, in the Ultraman suit. We're talking like Ultraman 66, 67, and he'll be there. Ooh, table, photo, and autograph, 30 bucks. That's not bad. That's actually really good for like – I'm sorry. I know JDF's ta- 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 table, table photo, meaning headshot. If you want a photo, it's 50 bucks. Jesus. I mean that's fair. Yeah, I mean – yeah. Oh, and speaking of him, JDF will be there. Uh, there's, we're, we're also working on something, not only at galaxy con, but we're working on something for rally Supercon to, uh, you know, and David Yost will also be there. So maybe we can work something to, you know, who knows what, but, uh, we're working on something for that as well. I'm, uh, I'm pretty jazzed, you know, that's, uh, what, two months beginning of one month and the end of the following month, uh, we get to hang out and do fun things like conventions and drink. Yes. Uh, oh, I have to take you to this down this bar downtown that's like a retro 90s bar. Last year at Rally Supercon, real quick story, Steve Cardenas was there. And Friday, the night he got it, or Friday he went to the convention, and then he went to this bar downtown. And he posted a picture of him standing underneath a bunch of local art, I guess you could call it. This artist had drawn up the five Power Rangers in individual portraits. So he's taking a picture. Someone took a picture of Steve underneath the Red Ranger art. And then he took another video of them watching. It was like the second episode, you know, the one where they're behind the bar with Ernie hiding from something at the juice bar. <laughs> yeah. He's like, did I step into a time warp? And there's a video uh, of him watching Power Rangers on the TV in the bar. <laughs> and there's, there's He-Man pictures there, which is more 80s than 90s. But there's like G.I. Joe, also in 80s versus 90s. But... Like um, Doug, Rocco's Modern Life. They just play all this stuff all the time on the TVs there. It's pretty awesome. Some of it I'm down with. Some of it I wasn't really down with uh, Rocco's Modern Life or Doug. But some of the shows from that era were good. Yeah. I mean, but it's it's the theme is 90s stuff that you liked as a kid because we're all adults. It's the end of that sentence. Yeah. 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 And uh, last thing convention-wise and then – you want to talk about Toy Fair real quick. August 3, that's a Saturday, August 3rd, the network that, um, so Power Rangers in Cyberspace is a part of the BICBP radio network, and that actually stands for something. Uh, the original podcast was Back Issues Comic Book Podcast. Uh, so Chris, Chris Chavez, super producer Chris, took the first letter of each one and made them call letters almost like a like a radio station like WMMR out of Philadelphia or WRAL which is our local TV affiliate in um, Raleigh or W whatever the hell pick some letters he wanted to make it sound like call letters it doesn't roll off the tongue as well as other things but it works we're having a uh, so power, I'll be there Christian is uh, double checking his schedule but he thinks he'll be there Anthony who used to be on this podcast as well he will be there doing his uh, Vinyl Divers podcast, the guys from the Push Start podcast, 
Hardly kayfabe guys will be there. Uh, it's all about wrestling. And you're going to like it, damn it. Or you're <laughs> fired. You're fired. A little too ghoulish, but pretty good, all in all. Yeah. Well, I'll be there. Uh, I did post it on the Instagram the other day. And uh, I'll also shout out to the Instagram followers. There's been a lot more lately. Tons of likes. Just give me a comment or two. Please, please. I'll comment. I got you. You don't count. Because I can. Wow, I don't count. You count, but I can pick up the phone and call you. This is true. Big difference. <laughs> so if anybody wants to come and learn how to podcast, be on one of the podcasts or whatever. Uh, check out the Instagram. Check out the, the network's Instagram. And um, you can be a guest. You can, you know, whatever. There's going to be some live, uh, I think, streaming. They might stream some of them. Throw ideas our way. Yeah, if, if yeah, whatever. Um, but it's in uh, Niagara Falls, the U.S. side. So if you're in that area or from that area or will be in that area, be there August 3rd. More details, they'll be on the BICBP-radio.com website. And I'll repost them on Instagram as best I can because I finally just figured out the repost app because I'm 35 years old. Yeah, I, I had to figure that out for uh, Chris because he's like, I need y'all to post it, or share my stuff on Instagram. And I'm like, how the hell do I do that? You're talking about, just for listeners' clarity, Chris Christopher Kamen Lee, not Chris Chavez. Yeah, Andros. Yes. The topic of our conversation later. Which go uh, follow him on Instagram too and go uh, like him on Facebook. You know, he's going to be at a few conventions. He's going to be in a Florida Supercon and then he's going to be at, there's another con he's going to be at, but I can't think of the name. I've always wanted to go to that one. Florida Supercon? Yeah. Yeah, me too. We should go in uh, 2019, or I mean 2020? Maybe. We might. Because I'm going to PMC in 2020, so I kind of got to keep my schedule open for that. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. Yeah, PMC's expensive though. Bruh, I was in line to get a hamburger and I looked at the prices, I was like, Absolutely not. I am not paying $12 for a burger. Mm-mm. That ain't it, Chief. Pass. Hard pass. No, really hard pass. And they're probably not even that good. No. It was a food truck. How good could it be? It depends. Mileage may vary. No pun intended, <laughs> it being a food truck. We ended up just going to get pizza, which it was like two fifty a slice. You're not on the hook for $12 for a single... One piece of pizza can be a single serving or two or three, you know, how many, however many you want to, you want to eat, but one $12 burger, burger better, I don't know, it better be charming and do my dishes when I get back home. You ever see, uh, God, what was that show's name? Uh, hang on, it's coming to me. There's this one show, it's called, uh, Food Wars. I've heard of it, I've never watched it because I'm 35 years old. It's an anime, and for those who, listeners who have, uh, I really thought it it was a Food Network show, honestly. Mm -mm. It's an anime. (laughs) And it's, uh, when, when, when they, okay, so the burger being 12 bucks, it better give me the effect of what happens on Food Wars. When they, uh, eat the whatever, they, they have like orgasms. Okay. I mean that some people can equate it to that. If it tastes that damn good. For a $12 burger and their clothes fly, fly off. I mean, if they burst into flames then I'd watch the show. Pretty much. Because that would be some hilarious stuff. <laughs> Pretty sure it's called Food Wars. I'd have to check with my boy Jake because he watches that weird stuff and I just ain't with it. I watched one episode. I was like, okay. He watches that weird stuff, says a guy who watches a kid's show on Nickelodeon. Shots fired, but yes. 
I mean, I, I got to call you out on your bullshit. Yeah, it's true. I do watch like if you if you've seen the anime I've watched, watch some weird stuff. Dude, I've been watching. We'll get into this later. I've been watching Mega Ranger for the last couple weeks. It's good, but it's weird, in in certain cases. Yo, Japanese shows are weird. Not as weird as Jew Ranger though. <laughs> and Die Ranger. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that shit is really weird. So tell me about Toy Fair, because I honestly that that just happened this past week or the week before or whatever, and I haven't really been following along like you have. Give me the broad strokes. Okay, so Toy Fair, we got announced Beast Morphers will be back on March. Will not be back. Will premiere on March second at eight a.m. Which they're changing the time slot from eight a.m. I mean from twelve p.m. to eight a.m. Which kind of sucks, but if you're an adult, you get up that early anyways. Uh, I'm more of an eight thirty man myself. Eh, it's close enough. You can. But be- for you, but for you, should we announce it now? Uh. What are we announcing again? For you, I will get up early and we will live stream right after that show. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sorry. My brain's not working. But, yes, we will live stream right afterwards. We'll be like, yo, this episode was hype or this episode was bad. Either way, we're going to be honest. You know what we need to do ahead of time? We need to watch the first, maybe the first two or three episodes of Go Busters just so we have some context. Okay. I'm down with that. I mean, just, just you know. I had just research research. Gotcha. We can do it. But uh, yeah, toy fair, the lightning collection was the best part of toy fair. Um, I love, I saw these pictures and I'm so jazzed. I'm so jazzed for the SPD. What's his name again? Uh, Kruger Kruger. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. You, he has his, uh, his, uh, civilian head, which is, you can call him civilian head because he's not a human. Um, he can hold his helmet, like, dude. That's that's my dream. If you're not displaying them with them with their civilian head on and them holding the helmets, you're displaying them wrong. Yeah, I mean, he's always keeping it 100. That's my favorite part about him. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, I'm, just the detail in him was it was it wasn't a hot toy. But it, it was. It, a, it, it's crazy how much. It's it's crazy bucks. how much detail they put into stuff. Like the the lightning collection. Yeah, twenty bucks. And then I mean, we I'm get a GameStop it. exclusive Goldar. So I'm super excited about that. And then does that one come? Is that with the wings? Yeah, he comes with the wings. Oh no, are they detachable? I have no idea. I don't need. I, I mean, I'm honestly asking. If it sounds like I'm leading you, I have no clue. I'm just asking because no, no, really, I have no idea if they're detachable or not. I just know we're getting an Oldar figure. That's pretty awesome. I'm hoping somewhere down the line we get a Ninja figure. I'll give you my old Ninja Zord. <laughs> I want a lightning collection. I want a six-inch version of Ninja. I like the Zordino, but like I want one that could actually stand with the Rangers. Oh, okay, yeah, because the Zord one is obviously taller for because it was a Zord. Yes, but yeah, then they um the they had the ten-dollar figures, which those look a lot better than Bandai America's figures that would cost more than that. Hmm. Like the what are they the Legends or whatever they called them? I don't remember, but I just I just know these are like six inches as well. And then they come with weapons and stuff. And they, the um, villain from Go Busters is going to be in one of the first waves. It's like Blaze, I think his name is. from. I don't know if that's his name in Go Busters or Beast Morphers. But he just looks like his suit is amazing. And then the Morpher. Oh, my God. Did you see video of the Morpher? No. I I mean, I've watched some random episodes of Go Busters, month, you know, not months, years ago. And um, so, no. 
Uh, okay, they're, they're sunglasses so, though, aren't they? Yeah, no. So the one in your, I, I ordered the one from Japan, right? The Morpher. That's I'm like, the it's sunglasses. Gonna, this is going to be better than the one uh, Hasbro comes out with. I was wrong. It's bigger. It looks like it's bigger or just as big as the Japanese version, but mm-hmm. it has over 30 sound. And then they they came up with a gimmick with it. It, it you you insert a key into it, like where the uh button like is for other, the hmm. Like every other Power Rangers one. Yeah, pretty much. But it actually looks cool. And it's voice activated and motion activated. Really? Yeah, it's like, it's like say it's morphin' time. You know, it's morphin' time, and it makes this little sounds and lights, and I'm like, what? Hmm. I will have to look into that. I was like, are you serious? Like, thank you, oh, Hasbro. I, I'm I'm looking at it. It looks almost like, like a Dino Charge one, sort of, sort of, like the Tommy Oliver version, or is that Turbo that I'm thinking of? Yeah, you're thinking of Turbo. Yeah, which was also garbage. Turbo wasn't as bad as I originally thought, but it wasn't good either. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm looking at a picture here. These look kind of cool. I'll definitely be getting them. I cannot wait. They have a gun. Oh, that's SPD. Never mind. Damn you, related searches. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the uh, toy fair, it was like Bruno from MPR Toys, mm-hmm. Hassan from World of Ha. And Power Rangers now, we're asking a few different questions. And apparently, they might do polls to see what Rangers you want to see in the Lightning Collection. Really? Mm hmm. I like that idea already. I do too, because, like, honestly, you know me, I'll be like, Phantom Ranger, Phantom Ranger, Andrews, Phantom Ranger, Phantom Ranger. Yeah. Like, or Time Force Silver. Ninja. Yeah, basically. Like, those are ones I want to see. But, um, what else? Um, Let's table that idea for later. Maybe we'll have a whole episode on that. Uh, as far as toys we want to see. We'll, we'll come back to that in a future date. We'll discuss that more. Next time on Power Rangers in Cyberspace. What we just said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, they were talking like, yeah, nothing's off the table. We, we're we're going to try and do like Hyperforce and Boom Studios stuff. And I'm like. That's smart. I like that. Mm-hmm. Because like they do Hyperforce figures, you know. I'm already, Well, actually, I'm, I'm already committed to getting every light collection figure that comes out. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm just I, I see Hyperforce figures. I want to see Time Force Silver. I want to see uh, Ranger Slayer, Lord Draken, Solar Ranger, Serpentera. If yeah, if, if they come out with a mean, collection of yeah, that, if they do, Zor- yeah, this kind of dovetails into what we're talking about later. Yeah, I'd love to see Serpentera. There's the sneak preview. <laughs> <laughs> and then what else was there? There was a few other things. The clothing, the backpacks. The, oh, yeah, the, the backpacks. Dude, I which, want that backpack. That that backpack is – it's almost like something that you you would see in like um, – like I just started playing it because it's only been out for seven years. The Division, that Tom Clancy game where you go into New York because it's been overrun by this virus. And these, it's basically it's a tactical – it's like Call of Duty, but douchebags don't play it. And if you're a douchebag that plays Call of Duty, you know you know who I'm talking to. You know I'm talking to you. But it's it's basically like a military special ops type thing. It looks like almost kind of like that type of – or like a hiking bag or a backpack or whatever. You know, It's not a traditional la- laptop bag or a travel bag. It's, it's a tactical, cool-looking bag. It's like something you'd see on Kickstarter. Yeah, I'm just wondering how much the price point is going to be. I'm going to guess as of right now $59.99. Probably in that neighborhood between $49 and, and $69 is my best guess unless it's got like 4,000 pockets. Yeah, because the the Flash one I got, I got it from Box Lunch. Okay, I'm not bad-mouthing Box Lunch, but everything is expensive. So, like, that's why I don't really shop there that much. That's where I got my Star Labs hat and my uh, 
flash backpack, but like it was eighty four and some change, but I like it. So it is what it is. That's what's important if you like it. Yeah. I had my elite backpack from, you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I broke it at PMC because I lost – I locked it I because I was like, yo, I don't want anybody stealing my money. So I locked it, right? And then I had to break the lock because I lost the key. And when I tried to break the lock, I broke the zipper. Mm. Fun story. Zippers can be fixed. Mm, I don't think – I tried fixing this one. It was – I didn't say you could fix it. Yeah, true. I should have just got somebody to fix it. I just threw it away. Mm. It is what it is. Yeah, it's not like you can fix it now. No, it's – Unless you buy a new one and break it. If I get a new one, I ain't breaking it. I did want another one, but it's – I don't feel like buying another backpack right now. I don't blame you. All right. So anything else Toy Fair-wise? Um, the Zords are expensive, but that's about it. Check out Bruno for for, for his review on the Zords. <laughs> Basically, like, I, I mean, I'm good with that, but, like, I'm not – I can't tell you everything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch the show. You'll see him. Yeah, pretty much. Starting March 2nd? Uh, yeah, March 2nd at 8 a.m. The good thing about March 2nd is that I'll be home. We haven't even addressed this. It's been 20, 30 minutes. For those on video, you can see this is not where I nor- This is not my podcast studio. This is a nice... It's not nice. This is a hotel room in lovely, in air quotes, snowy Boston, Massachusetts. You know you love it. No, I don't. I hate the snow. I live in the south. It was a... I left my house. It was what I say. It was sixty one. I thought you said like sixty four. Yeah, it was sixty four when I left my house Sunday, uh, Monday, President's Day. uh, What was that? The eighteenth of February. And when I landed seven hours later in Boston after a layover, it was like not quite twenty degrees. It's just a little cold. You'll be all right. You see the face that I'm making right now? (laughs) Yes, I do. It was sixteen degrees when I woke up this morning. I woke up at seven thirty. That's not that cold. It's not that acceptable either. It's only a little freezing, you know, you'll be all right. I'll be fine, but I don't know that the city will survive. No, I'll die. I, I hate cold weather. I'm with you on that. I live in I live in Virginia. I moved from Pennsylvania to North Carolina to get away from the snow. Should have gone further down south. Yeah, then you get into crazy. South Carolina is the Florida of the Carolinas. I love South Carolina, though. It's a bunch of rednecks getting drunk. It's the South Carolina is the Florida of the Carolinas. I mean, you're not wrong, but I like South Carolina. That's where I go. I go to Myrtle Beach every year for vacation. Cool story. Amazing story. You ready to get into it? Yeah, let's let's do it. All right, Just we watch. Do it. So, geez, how far in are we? Ugh, nearly a half hour. Wowzers! So that's the intro of the show. <laughs> Jesus. So for the last, we're going to breeze through these because there were some that were just some zingers and some that were just wow. The main, the main ones we want to talk about are the last two episodes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and we'll, we'll touch on those in a little bit. I've been watching some super Sentai, like I said earlier, real quick. I've been watching mega ranger. I don't want to tip my hand, but it's really good. We might have to talk about that series as a whole, not, not do this again, because there's a lot of stuff that there's a lot of nothing episodes. And there's a lot of episodes where, the, you know, not an episode by episode recap, just like the whole series overall. It's on Tubi TV, TUBI.TV for those newer listeners. It's an app. You can get it on Xbox, PlayStation, computer, or Tubi.TV on web browser. I have it on Apple TV, but you can get it on Android and Chrome, and cast it to your TV. Apple TV, or Apple, I'm sure you can screen share it to your Apple TV. But they have eight 
I'm not going to go through which ones, but they have eight Super Sentai series on there. Check it out. Uh, Mega Ranger is is one of them. Yeah, I'll probably end up checking it out myself. I would wholeheartedly recommend. I mean, even if you want to see like what MMPR Season 1 was like before it was adapted, it's way different. Way different. And Mega Ranger's really good. A little bit more violent. Just a tad. A tad a lot. Fine. I love violence. You probably don't know this. Quantrons are Power Rangers. They are not Super Sentai at all. I think I did know that, but I don't know. Remember that episode where the... Um, the, the, the like little purple things? Yeah, those the were the soldiers. main villains. And you'll hate this. Ecliptor equivalent, uh, I forget his name off the top of my head, he's barely in the first half of the season. Mm, that's gross. I mean, he's there, but he's just kind of like... He's like the equivalent of Finster in how offensive he was in attacking the Power Rangers. Finster would make the monsters, and he wouldn't ever interact with them, with the Power Rangers, right? Not really. I think he maybe maybe interacted like once or twice. That's about as much as he has uh, much... There might be like one or two things. 32 episodes in, they finally killed Darkonda, whoever he's called, for the first time. It took them that long to kill him? The first time, yeah. The villain... He has got an awesome hairdo. Awesome. It's like if Loki's helmet was hair, but he was also, he wore it as a greaser. Still with the horns, though. It is rad. You should cosplay as him. Dr. Hindler. If we get 100 likes between the two of us, Sean will cosplay as him. I mean, he does have an Ecliptor-type leg. That's a common theme. Silver Ranger shows up 25 episodes in. Sounds about right. It's a 51-episode season. The ending theme, oh, talks about feeling sad, and then he thinks of, they call them their morphers, their digitizers. Yeah, I knew that. When I'm feeling sad, I think of my digitizer, and I get glad. I think there's something lost in translation, but it's very weird. Yeah, there's definitely something lost in translation. The Jew Ranger ending theme over the credits is weird. It's hilariously just different. It's like this, I don't even, I'm not even going to try to describe it. Just watch it. Gotcha. I'll try and watch it. Did you watch the video that I sent you the other day of that monster, the pig monster, the chef? Maybe. I don't remember, honestly, because I get so many texts that I forget to look at stuff. Because I, I, I drive all day. Mm-hmm. So usually when I get text messages, I, I'm like, okay, I'll go back and look at it. I sent to you at like 10 at night. I might have been asleep by then. You probably I'm were. a loser. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's entertaining. It's there's this one. Uh, there's oh, so he's got a frying pan that the, it's a chef that turns into a pig. But they sing this song. Oh, it is worth watching. It is, it is wow. It's um, but he, he the 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 dude turns into a pig. The monster is disguised as a human chef. He turns into a pig, and he's got this frying pan. And he hits the the mega, the the the. Mega, the Mega Voyager, no, not the Mega Voyager. What's the basic one? Uh, Delta the Me- Astro, Astro Mega Ship? Yeah, yeah. When it, in Megazord mode, it hits it, with, in the Sentai, it hits it with the frying pan across the face and then on the head, and it puts, like, Japanese eyes on it that, like, and then the eyes, like, spin around. Like, it's super cartoony on purpose. That sounds really atrocious. It's hilarious. I'm like, I need to find a GIF <laughs> of this right away. I couldn't find one because I didn't know what to, how to search. And my just, Google just game is strong. Just make a gift yourself. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. That'll be that'll be your personal gift. Just send it to everybody. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to. I'll have to do that. It's a, it's it's amazing. 
So anyway, so I've been watching Mega Ranger, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about episodes 35 through 48, starting with Silence is Golden, which was episode five of include, involving the Psycho Rangers. I haven't read my thing in a couple days. But by the way, this is another episode where Zane just is nowhere to be found, and they don't even bother. They're, they go to battle, and there's no Zane until they need him, and then he shows up. Yeah, sounds about right. The description for the episode is the Psycho Rangers scour the city in search of the Space Rangers and their demorph form using voice recognition. Cassie's in town and must remain quiet to avoid being found. I like the way you read that, and I'm not going to read my summary because that has a lot more details that are irrelevant. Sorry, I didn't know you were going to read something. I wasn't. I was just kind of skimming through my notes. Oh, I got a website pulled up. I le- no, I'm calling Audible, and I like the way you did it because that's – this is basically the Psycho Rangers are in human form, and they're looking for the Power Rangers, and they find Cassie. This, I, I don't, I'm not going to say I didn't like this episode. I just feel like it was – it was so-so. Yeah, the acting of the Psycho Human Rangers was kind of – Atrocious. One-dimensional, I would say. Yeah. But yeah, atrocious is another is another word that I would use. Unfortunately, I use that word a lot. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> I should probably it, stop that. It, it's okay. I'll allow it. It actually – changed the whole everything because the psycho rangers are like look at them they're badass i wouldn't want to fuck with them and then they turn to people and you're like and eh, this guy looks like a goofball in a red jacket or the yellow ranger is a whiny woman not that women are whiny but in a pc age she was uh, a uniquely whiny person who happened to identify as female <laughs> i can't with you no, I just I just didn't like this. I was like, all right, Cassie, you got to be quiet. And then that baby was about to fall down the steps. She's like, watch out! Like, mm. That was awful. It was atrocious? Yeah, it was about as awful as Dark Spectre still not knowing who's stealing his power. Astronomer, you have to go down to Earth and figure out who's stealing my power. The only cool thing about this episode was that there was a vortex that i didn't know that they that the psycho rangers could do but they're linked to dark specter's power and they steal the mega voyager and they hide it to create a trap for the next episode but before that we got to see zane as a clown i yeah that was uh oh here's what i did uh right above that i put where is zane it's been 10 minutes and no mention of him at all and then the next line i put in air quotes hilarity ensues you know, when Cassie well, oh, when Cassie can't figure out how to leave the mall. <laughs> that would have been better for Kimberly. Pretty much. And then in comes Zane, dressed as a clown, causes mis- misdirect and a psycho ranger chase. Y'all want some balloon? Like, dude, what in the hell is going on? They got really um loose with what they did in this starting in this episode, the team the the Power Rangers team. They started doing what they do in Sentai. They started calling, like, instead of, like, in, they're called Mega Rangers, so they call Mega Blue, Mega Red, Mega Yellow, you know, every time they do a roll call. But in this episode, they started doing Power and then their colors. So Power Red, Power Blue, Power Black. It's like, when did you do that before? Ever. Never. At least there was no Power White. Or pow- there was a Power Black, though. That's okay. <laughs> True. It's not a, it's not a marginalized group. Power white is not. Yes. Power black is, so you can therefore do it. Yes. My friend shared a. Um, it was a picture. It was on a. It was like different rangers. Mm-hmm. They shared it on my Facebook page, and it was like red power, blue power, pink power, and it got to the white rangers. Like, hey guys, 
<laughs> That's funny. That's really good. I was I was extra day. It was like, oh hey guys. <laughs> hey, what are you guys doing here? Like, yeah, I'm not doing this. <laughs> to me, guys. Hey. That's funny. So really, that was that episode. This next episode, the enemy within. Would you like to read the summary? Yeah, just give me one second to pull it up. Enemy within. The Psycho Rangers have stolen the Mega Voyager. To get it back, the Rangers launch a surprise attack on the Psychos. But is it surprise? Mm, probably not. It's not. Psychos knew what they were doing all along. Continue. I haven't, I don't, I'm trying to remember this episode because I haven't seen it in a while. I'll give you the rundown uh, unless there's more summary. No, that's, that's the end of the summary. They scour the, they scour the world, or, well, the universe for the Mega Voyager. They find it. So then they, uh, Zane, he's the voice of reason for some stupid reason. His plan is for him to go in alone, or so we think. And the backup is everybody else piled in the mega tank, and they put their engines on silent mode. I didn't know that was a thing, but it's kind of a dumb can, thing. Can engines be silent? Not unless they're electric. This thing was not electric. Oh, God. But Zane would go in and then into wherever the hell it was. It was some underground city, I think. And then the mega tank busts in. But the psychos knew that they were going to that that somebody was going to come look for it. Uh, and all the while, Psycho Red is going more and more down the uh, I'm more psycho than psycho, which the only thing that would have made it better would be if more human than human played in the background. <laughs> yeah. He was on the verge of being like F astronomer, F y'all, F biggie, F bad boys, a record label, and as a mother effing crew. <laughs> I mean, from what I remember of this episode, it was okay. I mean, they finally got rid of the, the Psycho Rangers. They were able to destroy them using all the Megazords, right? Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, this, yeah. Is where they, this is where they defeat the final three. It was like black, yellow, and red, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, they, they all got got. Hmm. Gonna get got. And then Andros crosses them out on, on their little laminated canvas. And then everybody celebrates, yay! Mm-hmm. Oh, and, but... You forgot the best part. Is it at the very end? And I'm curious how they got. How the, I mean, I guess the Deca was able to fabricate these. Zane is wandering around the mega ship dressed as Psycho Red, and Andros was about ready to whoop his ass. <laughs> Hilarious. I do remember that. Super funny. Ha 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 ha. It's a good thing they're best friends. Are they really though? I don't know. Because Andros was definitely super jealous when he was talking to uh, Ashley. Until the next episode. And they're best bros again. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, that was about all the for the enemy within. That was about it. It was it very was, an, it was very anticlimactic. The yeah, defeat as of the good psychos. as the whole arc had been, it was very anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was along the lines of like um, the early MCU supervillain, early MCU villains. Like there'd be like this movie long struggle, and then they beat him in five minutes. Yeah, that's about how it felt. Mm-hmm. The next episode. Andros in the stowaway. I am skipping this. It's a dumb nothing episode. And I tell you what, I watched the Mega Ranger version of this. Not quite as dumb. Still skippable as well. Yeah, that and was. Most of the episode is actually Mega Ranger footage. Most of it. Yeah, and, as... and storyline. Sorry. It was it was pretty gross. And then we go to episode thirty-eight, Mission to the Secret City, which actually was pretty good. Actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, the description is astronomer creates secret uh, secret city where one of her monsters teleports captives to, including Carlos, Andros, and Sylvie. With Sylvie's help, Andro unleashes his true power of his battleizer, morphing into the red battleized ranger. Which, oh my God, that battleizer was cool. You're kidding, right? 
I like the Battleizer. Made him look like Brock Lesnar. Uh, Brock Lesnar doesn't have wings or a visor or shoot missiles over his face. Um, over he could. He could. Brock Lesnar would be a good steel if steel were white. No, not steel. I don't know who. Yo, have you ever seen... Uh, absorbing Man. He have, would be a great Absorbing Man. Have you ever seen uh, the Flashpoint animated movie? Oh, yeah. My favorite. Okay, you cannot tell me that in that Aquaman doesn't look like Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah, he does. No neck at all. Brock Lesnar from 2002. You mean no chest tattoo either? Yeah, true. That terrible chest tattoo. I mean, I guess his wife loves it. That's all that matters to him. Yeah. It might not. Quite honestly, but yeah, I don't know about that. The back tattoo was probably more than necessary, but whatever. It adds to the mystique. I guess. But this this episode was, a lot of this was, think of uh, Brainiac from Superman, where he's trying to collect all these cities. Same idea. Only with this one, the city is a legit place. It's not being absorbed somewhere else because there's... Yeah, he's just trying to collect people. Yeah, there's a force field over top of, by this satellite. The force field is being created by the satellite on a rooftop, and this is where uh, Sylvie comes back. Woo. And she realizes that Carlos isn't only a Power Ranger, but Andros loses his, uh, he loses his morpher, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe his battleizer as well. In the end, everybody, at the end, in the end, everybody intentionally gets sucked into the city to free it from within. Yeah. The only relevance of this episode was Andros uses, he, at the very beginning, the setup was so obvious. He was talking about randomly. He was like a guy that shows up into a conversation 20 minutes in, and he's like, hey, guys, I never pressed 03 on my battleizer. I'm afraid to. We were talking about what we're going to have for lunch, dude. Yeah, why, why does that matter? It was not organic at all. Chip Lynn, you hear me? He, he, he doesn't hear me, by the way. And at the beginning of this episode, we got to see the ghost of the Psycho Rangers. I was really curious. About, I was very curious and intrigued at what they were doing there. It's just a setup for the next episode. Which is titled Ghost in the Machine. Yeah, which makes sense. And we see the, the, the return of Balkan Skull in this episode. Balkan Skull. Yeah. So would you like to do the honors? Uh, ghost in the Machine. Astronema develops a machine that transforms matter into data. The ghost of the Psycho Rangers use it in reverse, restoring them to their physical plane. That summarizes it. They She makes the data card machine. And this this was a decent episode. I like this one. Yeah, because at the end of the last episode, as many people know, they fought the monster, destroyed the monster, and then they went to rescue everybody from the city, and everybody's gone. So they got transported to, like, the underground city, and they were transferring them into, like, data cards and whatnot. I would love to see these data cards, not not as data cards, I'd love to see them re-envisioned, if you will, like a separate bulk skull, Power Rangers team, the Psycho Rangers, either in the theme of either Pokemon Magic the Gathering, or Yu-Gi-Oh? Just because, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I thought the data cards were really cool, and then I don't know. If so episode 39 was pretty much just that. They get turned into data cards. The Psycho Rangers come back. They get turned from data cards by the Psycho Rangers because the Psycho Rangers want to destroy the Power Rangers. They don't want them to just be pieces of plastic, which they could have just snapped the data cards, and that would have destroyed them, right? One would think... They are psycho, though. Yeah, I mean, it sets up for something next season, uh, turning the Psycho Rangers into data cards. True. Well, they are data cards at the end of this. Is it this episode? Yeah, at the end of this episode that they get uh, the Psycho Rangers get turned into data cards. 
and the base gets blown up, but it gets blown up and Zane has to escape because he's the one that turns everybody back to data cards. And then a really awful tug of war or I'm going to push you until you get back to where I need you to be, Psycho Rangers, and turn them all into data cards again. They try to escape and uh, Zane gets out of that room. Everybody else is in the other room. But he couldn't retrieve the Psycho Ranger data cards. And then we presume until the end of the episode, Astronomer has them. Yeah. We find out next season what happened to him and whatnot, and it was actually pretty good. We'll, we'll talk about that sometime later. Yeah. I'm looking forward to visiting that one and, and this these folks again, these folks being the Psycho Rangers. Yeah. But that was all for episode 39, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we're on the home stretch. Yep. Episode 40. The impenetrable web. Ecliptor gains access to the Astro Megaship and creates a web which prevents the Rangers from getting in. Ecliptor increases his power and battles the Rangers, destroying the Delta Megazord in battle. Man, this was sad because I love the Delta Megazord. Yeah, it was pretty cool, but it was always like a, a like a, a drone. Yeah, but they got it from this Phantom Ranger, which was like my guy. I was like, yo, my boy the Phantom, and then they just destroyed everything. And Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. Never seen him. It's a line from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. From your boy Jason Mewes, who's going to be at Raleigh Supercon. Yes, which I probably will take a picture with him. I love Jason Mewes. I told you he'll grab your business if you, uh, it's going to sound dirty. If you pay him, he'll grab your business and you can take a picture. That's fine with me. I mean, that's that's his thing. It's Jason Mewes. He's not really the most PC guy. No, okay. not at all. <laughs> so in episode 40 here, you did read this. Did you read the summary, right? Yeah. Okay. In this one, I noticed a few things. First was that Decca has a voice change and she's really sassy now. And that I didn't remember that. Also, the with the with the web, guess what? They break free because apparently they couldn't morph. Once the web went around the, the ship, they were demorphed because they were on the planet and the ship was obviously in space. They were demorphed because they don't explain why. But Andros can still more can use his battleizer, which morphs him, which I never understood that either. He can use Battleizer 3 and go into Battleizer mode, and then he flies up and he just kind of uses all the extra Battleizer stuff that's unique to this episode to remove this web from around the ship. Yeah, pretty much. It was a, a plot point of convenience. But they killed Darkonda again. Again. Six times this time. Sixth time. Six times the charm. No, nah, he's still alive. He's still kicking. He'll be around to the last episode. Yep, and the Mega Voyager base gets attacked. But they fix it real quick. Again, plot of convenience. So the Delta Megazord is gone, but they still have the Mega Ship, Astro Megazord, and the Mega Voyager. Which, side note, they don't get the Mega Voyager until episode 29 of Mega Ranger. Yep. It's very obvious to see where they pulled the stuff from. So, a line in the sand. Episode 41. A a sinister... it, I don't even know what the hell... Humvee? What the hell is that? Humvee? It's a Hummer. It's tracking down the Rangers and teleporting them to a wasteland in the middle of a... Nowhere the Rangers lose the Mega Voyager in the battle with uh, Tankenstein. That's one hell of a name. Remember in Iron Man, at the very beginning, he's in those Jeeps, those wide-ass Jeeps, and when they're in Afghanistan? Yeah. That's a Humvee. Oh, Okay. Basically, it's a military-grade Hummer, and the seats are about 400 feet apart. See, if they had said Hummer, I would have known what they was talking about. Hummer is a brand name, though, like Xerox or Q-Tip. Oh, well, that makes sense. Humvee is like the military term. This one was basically Maximum Overdrive. I wouldn't expect you to know it. It's an old Stephen King book that's the only movie that he directed Mm -hmm. based on his work. 
Did you ever see that episode of Futurama where Bender turned into the Ware car, W E R E car? Is it like Werewolf? But he was he turned he would turn into a car and try to run people over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that one. That was dumb, but it was funny. It was based on maximum. It was a ripoff of Maximum Overdrive. Okay. No different than the than the un than the you know morphed but not Megazord version of this episode. I mean, overall, this was like a throwaway episode before Countdown to Destruction, in my opinion. Yeah, but at the same time, when this thing it uses a red light to grab these guys and send them to the desert, whatever. Did you notice when Carlos was playing and he get he gets got he has to run after this ball that got kicked into the field. And then TJ and Cassie went to warn Carlos. They talked to this guy that he was playing soccer with earlier. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, Carlos went to get this ball earlier, but he never came back. Well, two things. He never came back, and the ball never came back. Why? You were like the world's shittiest teammate. I would scream if I wasn't in a hotel room right now with people in rooms all, you know. If I was at home, I would scream. Yeah, you'll get a knock on your door. Sir, are you okay? No, I'm fucking this fu- dude's an idiot. Yeah, this motherfucker, he got lost, and no one's fucking looking for him. Like, who's lost, sir? On this fucking show. (laughs) Like, sir, sir, are you intoxicated? Not yet, but I need to be. No, but I had a beer for dinner, with dinner. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. That was... But yeah, they get, they all, they all get teleported, and then, isn't it Zane that ends up saving the day in his, uh, his uh, little cruiser thing? Uh, yeah, in his uh, dune buggy, which was the, uh, where's it at? I have it written down here somewhere. Galactic Rover. Yeah. Just a way to sell more toys. In the fight with the Mega Voyager, before it gets got, there was a scene where they were fighting Tankenstein, and he just uses his whooping stick, beating up the Mega Voyager, but then it cuts from like one angle to behind the Mega Voyager, and the Mega Voyager doesn't have a left arm below the elbow anymore. <laughs> That sounds about right. Yeah, it's it's a kid show. Thanks. Did you uh have you ever seen the footage from the Lightspeed Rescue Lost Galaxy team up? I don't believe so. Okay, so in Lost Galaxy, uh the Magnet Defender Zord was destroyed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in the Lost Galaxy Lightspeed team up, in one scene, like very quickly you can see the Magnet Defender Zord in one of the scenes. Mm. Like, come on now. If you look closely in um, when they start using the Thunder Megazord in season two of Mighty Morphin, there is a monster where you can clearly see the yellow curved lines when the Thunder Megazord does its sword swipe finisher. And you can see the original Megazord sword coming down and the mastodon arm and the saber tooth tiger leg as it steps in. And then it cuts to a picture, you know, a head on shot of the Thunder Megazord and then back to the monster. Yeah, sounds about right. Thank you, Power Rangers. It's a kid show. All right, so blah, 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 Zane saves the day. Yep, again, throwaway episode. Yeah. And now we get to the good stuff. Well, a couple key parts, not so much. You know which ones they are. Yeah, we get to the final two episodes, Countdown to Destruction Part 1, which is the Millennium Message has come to pass. Dark Spectre sends the order for all villains in the universe to begin assault on everything in sight. Divatox, Rita, Zed, Astronema, and the Machine Empire overtake the Alien Ranger, Gold Rangers, Blue Centurion, Phantom Ranger, and the Rangers in furious battles throughout the universe. Dark Spectre and Dakanda destroy each other, and Astronema becomes the new monarch of evil. I really enjoyed Part 1. Especially when they like when they were raising the stakes consistently, and they had old rangers, and it was a great culmination for the the Zordon era. 
I like seeing alien rangers a lot and the gold ranger and the blue centurion and the phantom ranger. But no ninjor. Of course not. That lazy bastard was in his cave. <laughs> he was in his... Yeah, he was. I'm, I'm busy doing anything but helping you. Yeah. Ninjor. Go away, please. This was the, the typical last couple episodes. Mount the funnel. Think, why don't you do this at the very beginning? You know, all these velocifiers and all this and all that. And everybody, you know, do this at the beginning, maybe. I mean, it, it wouldn't be good for storytelling. It would make more sense. If you want to win, you win by surprise. You don't just kind of limp in and out. It was just a lot of fighting, a lot of battles, a lot of cameos of the old suits. But we didn't see Tommy. Which is good, because there is a thing called oversaturation. We didn't see, well, we, we wouldn't see Mighty Morphin, because all those suits were destroyed, right? Destroyed. Well, they they were destroyed, on, uh, I mean, in the first couple episodes of season two, no, four, of, of Zeo, they were in the uh, the Iron Man Hall of Armors behind them, and then they magically disappeared. But my my thing is, why didn't they bring, like, I get it because they didn't bring the actors back, but it, if they were going to bring back any Rangers, it would have been the Zeo Rangers because their powers never got destroyed technically. But, well, the Zeo Rangers, weren't they also, some of them, held over into this season? I mean, I know some of them from Turbo, but, like, wasn't, or they were only, they only came in during, that's right, they only came in during Turbo. The only time they ever kind of showed a Zeo Ranger was in the Turbo movie when Cat was morphing into Zeo Ranger 1 and, like, it, she hit the water so it stopped, like, before she morphed. But that was the only Zeo Ranger besides the gold Zeo Ranger that they showed in uh, Turbo or in space. Uh-huh. I, I think at, at that point it wasn't the Tommy Oliver show. Thank God. I mean, I think I think it did pretty well. It had a story to tell, but it... it yeah, it would have made sense, but Zordon was not on Earth, so the connection to those that were not on Earth, or that were still on Earth, it would have just been shoehorned in there no different than, oh, I've never pressed Battleizer Mode 3 yet. I wonder what it does. Cut to the end of the ep that episode. Yeah. You know, it would have just been, sho it wouldn't have made sense. Not that, not that a lot of this makes sense, but it's a kid show. Yeah, Power Rangers doesn't make sense a lot of the times. Yeah. Really what happens here is there's a lot of destruction. The Mega Winger gets got after Zane tries to... He, he holds everybody off in space-ish. The really big... Th did you read both episodes? No, nah, just, just part one. So basically there's a lot of shit that goes wrong. And we finally see where Zordon is. He's on the Dark Fortress. Yep, his power's almost completely drained. Until Dark Spectre is got. Yeah, Dark Spectre gets destroyed by Dark Honda. And then as... Dark kind of thinks he's good. He's Gucci. He's about to destroy, destroy uh, Astronomer Dark uh, Spectre. Turns back up and destroys Dark Honda. He eats him. You traitor! Mm -hmm. He eats him. That's the end of that. None of them. So that's the last we see of Dark Honda or Dark Spectre. Eh? Yeah. A win's a win, right? Yeah. And then Astronomer becomes a new monarch of evil. Yes. Evil! Yes. That's the end of that episode, yeah? Yeah, pretty much. And then Countdown to Destruction Part 2, Astronomer orders citizens of Angel Grove to hand over the Power Rangers. Everyone declares themselves a ranger, infuriating her. However, the real rangers arrive and morph in front of everybody, inspired by the rangers' bulk and skull lead citizens into a char uh, charge against Astronomer's army. Andros also snuck aboard the Dark Fortress in hopes of reverting Astronomer to Corone. He discovered Zordon held captive. Zordon wants him to uh, uh, shatter his containment tube and release a purifying wave at the cost of his life. 
astronomer attacks, accidentally having Andros reflect the blast back at her. Ecliptor tries killing Andros in revenge, forcing Andros to comply with uh, Zordon's order. The energy wave spreads across the universe, reducing the um, United Alliance of Evil to dust. And Rita, Zed, and Divatox were turning to humans while the Rangers are celebrating as heroes. Andros cries over his sister. His tears revert her to Caron. Chris hates that. He hated that. He was telling he was telling us about it at uh, yeah, no. in Fayetteville. He's like, oh, I hate it. They did that in Die Ranger three years earlier. Actually, that was a uh, the White Ranger who was a little kid. Spoiler alert! And his twin brother, who was the bad guy, one of the bad guys. They didn't know that they were twin brothers. He cries. The white one cries. Oh, the white one. The White Ranger cries on the face of his brother. I believe it is. Details are a little fuzzy because that was a weird season. That happens. It's just a cop-out. It's dumb. I don't know why they couldn't have had her injured and then Decca heal her or something. Kind of like um, on Legends, how they do on in the dentist chair. Yeah, with uh, Gideon. Gideon, that's it. Yeah, Giddy. Giddy. Giddy Gideon. You know, there would have been so many better things to do. Maybe she tries to attack Andros and Ecliptor gets stabbed instead and Ecliptor's dead and she doesn't have anyone to hold on to from her evil side or her evil upbringing so therefore she feels guilty and as part of the Z-Wave it also helps her feel better or the Z-Wave healed her which would have made even more sense. Okay my problem with the whole Z-Wave is so you're telling me Rhea, Zed, and Divatox all get turned into humans but Ecliptor who who didn't even show loyalty to good or evil. He showed loyalty to Astronema with whatever she did. He's a machine, and they, they refer to him as a machine as he was built for evil. Astronema was raised in evil earlier in the season. I just think he should have been turned into a human. Or a computer program. Floppy disk. Something. Not destroyed. Like, out of all the villains, he's the one who showed, like, actual heart. Yeah, I agree. He, he, he showed loyalty to a person, not to an idea. Yeah, and that's what irritated me about the whole thing. It was like, okay, well, if he's, like, loyal to her, he's not evil. He's not, I mean, of course the stuff he did was evil, but it was for her, not for the sake of being evil. I wonder if, I mean, I think the time has passed now. Could he have been rebuilt mm. with a different, with different programming? Honestly, I don't know, probably. I mean, they can do anything for real, for real. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's 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 how many years later now? Would It wouldn't even Yeah, they're not going to do it. It's... I don't, I don't feel like it, but uh, no, what irritated me about the whole Countdown Destruction Part 1 and tar- Part 2, there was supposed to be a Part 3. And 4. Yeah, there was supposed to be, it was supposed to be a lot more, but they all had uh, time time restraint and like different restraints, but like we were supposed to get the identity of the Phantom Ranger. That was the main thing I was looking forward to. I'm like, all right, well, Phantom Ranger, nope. And then some dude told me I didn't know what I was talking about on my Phantom Ranger video, and that kind of irritated me. But it is what it is. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did either of these episodes have Red Ecliptor in it? No, that was the episode before. Okay, okay. I, I couldn't remember if that was in Mega Ranger or in this one. That was the episode before. I'll tell you what, the one thing that, and, and I don't mean to cut off your rant, and I agree with your rant, by the way. It could have been handled a lot better, a lot easier, and it would have been great to have more backstory. So Astronomer knows that Andros, her brother, she knows what he looks like. Can't miss that hair, by the way. That hair's atrocious. Yeah. She knows that he is the Red Ranger. Why, when the professor said, I am the Red Ranger, would she not be like, no, you're not? She knows what all the Rangers look like. Yeah, oh, that's right. She was on the mega ship. She was like, I wonder yeah. if she didn't, well, and, and, and she had, when Dark Spectre was destroyed, she had lost her programming and went back to just being human as opposed to cyborg. Yeah. 
So even if those memories were corrupted, so to speak, uh, when she was a cyborg, they would have presumably would have returned because that implant was just it wasn't there anymore. Yeah, no, it's just, I, I don't know. I'm a ranger, too. No, the thing about that is when that one guy had to look at his hand I'm the silver ranger. Oh, you mean alcoholic hacksaw Jim Duggan? Yes. Yes. I hated that. I hate that part. I'm, I'm, I'm the silver ranger. But not to be outdone by him. Cranky, cranky mom jeans says, I'm the Yellow Ranger. Nah, you can call me the Yellow Ranger. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. This was, just before that in this scene, was the culmination of the Balkan Skull arc. It was probably the best scene for those guys, where Balk just kind of wanders out, and he's like, wait, I am, what do you say, the Blue Ranger. Yeah. And, and I even put that in my notes, the best Balk moment of all. It was like, I, I really enjoyed it. And Skull was there, you know, he wasn't too sure that he wanted to be, but he eventually came around and then everybody else followed suit. And it was the legend battle without any Power Rangers until they showed up on the rooftop, which was cool too, minus Andros. <laughs> Let's rock it. And then they morphed and they're like, them? Because they've been chasing yeah. them for six seasons to figure out who the Power Rangers were. They didn't find out who the original ones were, but they found out the sixth season, the seventh or eighth iteration of, the, of a team, you know, with the cast changes. Yeah. Thankfully, Justin wasn't there. Speaking of which, where the hell was he? Because he had his morpher. Who cares? He, you know what? He was probably there, but no one could see him because if unmorphed, he's too short. And none of those people were, nobody there was morphed, so. Honestly, I would have been okay with them bringing back him for the uh, countdown instruction. At least showing him, helping people out. At least one, one scene. Maybe he was back at home. Doing homework. <laughs> Maybe his dad wouldn't let him go out. <laughs> but dad... <laughs> Man, that kid. But dad. So, yeah. Uh, and, you know, just the very end was kind of goofy, too. You know, where, you know, they're back on KO 35 and then, you know, the rebels move back home and then everybody minus Andros and Zane are going to leave. And then. And Caron. Well, it's assumed that she would stay on KO 35 war crimes and all. But no, <laughs> yeah. no war crimes. Nothing. And I mean, that's why you got to read the trial show. of astronomer, which we will be covering soon. From was it last twenty eighteen annual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't read it yet. I'm I'm actually looking oh, forward to it. I've, I've, I'm gonna I'll reread it. It was good. I've read it like twice or three times. Dandy. That's uh, that might be that'll be soon. We should Facebook Live that video. Oh, I don't know how to do that. I it, I can do it. Thumbs up. Well, that's this. A okay, which is. Not PC in some countries. Wait, wait, wait. So. Have you seen uh, Blockers? Yeah, yeah. You're you're okay with me? That scene with John Cena? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I only saw it once, and it's uh, it's been a while. But yeah, it's that, is, that was the is best. A goofy that was that, a good movie. That was the best part of the movie. I enjoyed it. And speaking of enjoyed it, I did enjoy this season. You know, uh, I'll give you my thoughts, and then you can kind of rehash yours or add to mine, whatever. Overall, the season was really good. I will say. At the very end, the very, very end, like the last 10 or, 10 or so minutes, we rewrote it, I think, a lot better. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Watching Mega Ranger right after watching In Space, I can gain an appreciation for it. Mega Ranger is really good. In Space was pretty good, too. I haven't seen enough seasons to say it's one of the best ones because I don't. Ha it's not fair to compare ones that I haven't seen, but I really liked it. It was a lot of work to get through it. I won't watch it regularly as regularly as you but i probably will go back and watch it again sometime soon ish i liked it i enjoyed it 
honestly, it's probably one of the best seasons, in my opinion. It's the best season because I do. I'm, I'm a Star Wars dude. I, I like. I like space travel. I like all that. But it, the overall story, and then Anders being an asshole. That's kind of my thing. I'm an asshole. Yeah. So I. I you mean you, not the actor, the way the character was written. Yeah. Even though he said he 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 identifies that way. Oh, I mean, watch his YouTube videos now. He's so cynical. I love it. Yeah. Overall, the season was amazing. I think the best arc was the Psycho Ranger arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really solid. On par with Green with Evil, I think. Yeah. You know, the best episode of all time from the season. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Uh, it's not Blue to the Rescue, is it? Nope. It's uh, Fill me in. It's the Turtle episode. Oh, jeez. I forgot about that. <laughs> mm, pass. Hard pass. I'm certified, terrified. So bad. <laughs> no, that, that I'm just kidding. That that episode was terrible. It was. It was. Everybody who watched Power Rangers will tell you that it's terrible. Mm-hmm. I hated it, but it's funny. Like I'll watch it because it's funny. It's almost like a product it's placement. Good. It's just yeah. there. Nah, yeah. I think the best. I'm trying to think of the best episode. I liked Always a Chance. That was a good episode with uh, Adam. Yeah, that's probably that. One, that's the first one that came to mind for me too. Yeah, because I really like Adam. I like the whole – as much as Carlos – I didn't like Carlos. I mean, I thought it was – You didn't like the one with uh, Ashley's grandmother? That was terrible. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just watched the same Mega Ranger episode almost beat for beat. It was ridiculous. Nope. Mm-mm. Couldn't force me to watch that again. They just redid a lot of the Mega Ranger stuff where it was just you know nothing episodes. Yeah. They just needed content. I was like, oh, my goodness. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Overall, this was a really good season. Probably the best season, if I had to guess. Number two season would have to be RPM, but not by much. Mm-hmm. Okay. I really loved In Space. I thought it, again, amazing. But yep, Ranger Club shirts. Nip High Football Rules. It's from Billy Madison. Retweet. <laughs> but yeah, anything else you want to go over? No, this has been a long one, man. Longer than before, longer than last episode. Stronger than before. Go, Zio. Was it even up the score? Yeah, something like that. The same Rangers as before. Pretty much. <laughs> Bl- but uh, we you blow, a, Zio. We should, we should do a poll. What season do they want us to cover next? Yes. So for when I post the Instagram picture that announces this episode is available... In the comments, please, in the comments, comment. Don't just like comment. What season do you want us to watch? I'd love to have a kajillion to count. That's a good problem to have. I will go through and I will count each one. I want to talk about Jungle Fury. Jungle Fury? What? Never mind. What? You didn't like Jungle Fury? I'm not even going to repeat what I was going to say because it's not even related to it. Never I want to hear it. Repeat it. I'll, I'll tell you later. All I'll, right. tell you when, I'll tell you when you're older. I am older. I'll tell you later. <laughs> well, I would love to talk about any of them. I want a reason to watch more more seasons. Watch Megaforce. Um, I pr- highly prefer um, um, Goze Sentai. Uh, fuck. The one that Megaforce is based on. Uh, I can't think of the name right now, but it's it's my favorite Sentai. Ghostager. Yes. Ghostager was my – I would say it's probably thematically – the theme, all the the opening theme, the deceit, the the characters, 
The acting was pretty good too. The Red Ranger always acts like a like a an anime character for some reason though. Like he Nani? Goofy... He's, he acts like he just acts like a goofball and makes like these faces that you'd see in anime. Like oh, yep, that sounds about right. Overacting on purpose. It's the only one that does it, and I don't know if it's because they tell him to do that. I, I don't speak Japanese, and I don't have any behind the scenes footage, so I don't know. And I don't know. But either way, he's not, he's a little bit not as much that way. But the acting is good. The characters are great. The story progression is very very even and level. Uh, and it's just it's not like oh we need we need a new Megazord. It's it makes sense. Here's and, a Megazord. And their ninja equivalent is an arcade cabinet. <laughs> I'm dead. I kind of want to watch it now. Just for that reason. And they live in this dude's house, and the dude doesn't know that they live there. How does that even work? Because the kid's like, oh, these are my friends. And he's he's a busy chef. And the kid's like, oh, these are my friends. They're just here. And then they live in this gigantic living room area that, and this arcade cabinet that showed up that's also a Zord. <laughs> the story, let's put it in quotes, makes sense more so than other things like, I don't know, bringing someone back to life by crying on their face. <laughs> and, yeah. and and last thing I'm going to say about that, how close did they have to get the camera to his face for that scene? I couldn't do it. I can't cry on command. You'd have to say some wild stuff. That was CG, man. Yeah. Coming from his face, it was CG. Dropping on Melody Perkins' face was like a drop of Visine or something. Something like that. Something from a turkey baster. Pretty much. I mean, you, you remember how, like, they're on his face so much that you can see around his forehead down to the bottom of his of his lips and barely see his ears. They're like zoomed in to something fierce on his face. I couldn't do that. I hate things close to my face. Yeah. I mean, maybe they just zoomed in from far enough away, but still. It looks like they cropped it and just made it bigger. I don't know. But that's the end of that story. Literally and figure and of, of the season story and my story right now. Yeah. I don't have anything else. I'm done. Yeah. It's uh, 10.04 and we've been talking... Jeez, we've been recording for almost two... We've been talking for two and a half hours because we talk ahead of time. Yeah. Peek behind the curtain. And we've been recording for a long time. <laughs> Bad and long time. So, yeah, I, I got nothing else and you got nothing else. Right, let's just wrap this shit up, man. Yeah. It's the end of the season. Yep. Six of Power Rangers. Good season. I liked it. It was very nice. It was okay. You're okay with me. I'm okay with you. <laughs> so with that, this episode, we're going to power down. Power Rangers in Cyberspace is distributed by BICBP-radio.com, the BICBP Radio Network.